Good evening and welcome back to Diz Dad's Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster, and with me today in the man cave to record Diz Dad's Podcast Plus Episode 9 is Willie Crocker. Hey guys, welcome back. Tim is uh, lost in the Rockies somewhere. We're looking forward to checking back with Tim next week. But uh, this week, Willie and I are going to talk about Understanding Disney Destination Discounts, a popular topic. Uh, Before we get to that, I want to mention our podcast sponsors. As always, the Diz Dads Podcast Plus is sponsored by Mouse Master Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner, and by Wicked Mouse Travel, also an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can reach Mouse Master Travel at mousemastertravel.com. You can reach Wicked Mouse Travel at wickedmousetravel.com. Fancy that. Uh, we are also sponsored by Kingdom Strollers, uh, kingdomstrollers.com. They are Orlando's premium stroller and crib rental company. You can uh, now pick up your Kingdom Stroller right there at the Orlando International Airport. Really convenient, helps make up for the challenges of trying to do, or helps avoid, I guess, the challenges of, you know, a scheduled swap at the resort. Uh, all right, so to the topic at hand. Um, Willie, you you know, we deal with this all the time where we get questions from folks about, well, do I book now? Should I wait? Is there a discount coming? People not really necessarily understanding how, how discounts work. Um, you know, I see there's a discount, but I want to check in before that, or I see there's a discount, but I need to check out, you know, after that discount expires. And one of the things that is is sort of challenging is that different discount programs have different rules and and I, what we want to try and do here is to kind of give people some context right help people understand what they can expect and and maybe how best to take advantage of some of those discount offers that do come up on a fairly regular basis sound good sounds great i love talking about discounts all right so um, I think we're going to kind of just work our way around through the different options, and um, we'll start with Walt Disney World. Um, and you know, there are—I I, I guess I would categorize it as. Well, I'm not going to try and count because then I'll be wrong. <laughs> but there are a few different kinds of discounts, um, and a, a couple of them I think we can dispose of fairly quickly, but they bear mentioning. So um, the discounts that a lot of people ask about, because they're common in other travel, you know, uh, uh, contexts as well, are the discounts that are sort of status-based discounts, right? Um, Disney does offer some um, military discounts. There are uh, some of the good neighbor hotels occasionally offer a teacher discount or a um, emergency responder discount. Um, but that's really it in terms of uh, status discounts other than, um, Florida resident or, um, annual pass, annual pass. There we go. That was the other one. But, but even that, I mean, that's, that's kind of a different animal. Um, so just talking briefly about these status-based discounts, um, what should people know about status-based discounts? I first think mainly you should look into the status. They're hard to meet a lot of the times. Like you want to go spring break. You want to go Christmas. You want to go Thanksgiving. You want to go anytime kids are out of school, you're not going to meet most of these discounts. These right, are so the, the first challenge is that, that like every discount, even a status-based discount is limited availability. They only devote so much of the inventory to those discounts. Um, 
And when you want to travel at the most popular times, you know, you've got to deal with the fact that you're competing with a lot more people. Um, right. It's, it's, it's like, you know, the Black Friday. If you get there first, you get a good discount. If you get there 54th, you're, you know, not probably going to fulfill your obligation of what you were looking for. <laughs> right. Um, and the other thing I think is important is to, to think about the requirements for establishing that you are eligible for the discount. Um, when it comes to the military discount in particular, um, you know, some destinations have, have more liberal definitions or, you know, will take, um, different kinds of proof. Disney is remarkably strict. There are, um, specific statuses that qualify for the military discount and you have to be able to provide your, um, it's your military ID, your DD-214, that establishes what your status is. And that's it. That's the only thing that's acceptable. So if you, if you don't meet those, uh, if you can't establish your eligibility in that way, or you aren't in one of the categories that Disney says is eligible, you're not eligible. And um, you go right to rack rate. Exactly. Yeah. And, and there's no, you there's know, no in between. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's very important. Um, a lot of the military discounts are only available on base anyway. Um, it, the ticket discounts, at least, um, you, you know, you buy those tickets separately um, at the base. Usually, you can also purchase them at Disney at Shades of Green. Um, but the important part is that they're, you're buying the tickets essentially through the military, because those tickets are are not the usual kind of discount. Right, those those tickets are based on um, a negotiation that Disney enters into with the Department of Defense every year, and so there's a program that is a negotiated deal, which is different than most Disney discounts. Most Disney discounts are based on a need to fill particular rooms or or you know fill a particular park. Um, they're not about just recognizing your status. Correct. And that's hard because a lot of people either don't live as close to a base or they find out the tickets aren't available at their base and they have to go to another base. Right. Yeah. Because it is a physical ticket thing and they can be sold out in one base and have them at another. Correct. Um, yeah. There are a couple of bases still that will ship tickets, um, but the procedures are a little tricky. You've got to – there are particular things you have to send them and there's a whole process you have to fax and – if somebody wants to do it, feel free to give us a call. We can help you with it. But it's too arcane really to go into details um, for for this context. It's um, an amazing discount if you qualify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic discount. And those tickets are available at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Um, room discounts are are booked separately. Um, you can book those. You know, your travel agent can help you with those. You can call and do them yourself. You can't find them online. Um, there's no way to search online for for military discount availability at Disney right now, um, but your travel professional can call in and, and check for you. Um, and again, it's just a matter of you know the limited number of rooms available, so you may have to be flexible with your dates if you can be. Um, and I know that that's particularly challenging for military folks because you know leave can be quite precious and and difficult to schedule sometimes. But, um, you know, I guess the good side is that since it's a room only booking, usually, um, you've got some good flexibility in terms of being able to cancel at no penalty up to five days before travel. Right. Which is nice because, you know, all of a sudden the leave gets changed or you get called to active somewhere else, you know, it, plan it, it makes it easier for them to be able to cancel. The downfall is the tickets are basically non-refundable. Right, except that they do have better terms in terms of not not expiring on you. So Correct. if you're getting these military tickets, you can just hang on to them and use them later. Right. Um, now, the, those are such a narrow category of discounts, though. Let's let's talk about some of the things that are more broadly available. So um, we, we've talked about room discounts in, in the military context, but that's one of the primary categories of of discounts that you'll find available. Um, and room discounts are what they sound like. Um, it's a, a reduction in the rack rate, which is the, the published in advance rate for the room um, for specific 
set of dates. And I think that the part that frustrates people sometimes is that they see Disney offering, you know, a a 30% discount and they want it to be like at the grocery store. When the grocery store says that your dollar loaf of bread is 30% off, then you go grab a loaf from the shelf and you pay 70 cents for it. That's all there is to it. And if there's not one on the shelf, they'll even give you a rain check and you can get one next time. That's not the way travel discounts work, right? I mean, you get if they advertise 30% off, yes, there is in, that. What that means is that there is some inventory that's 30% off. And who knows what inventory that is? Exactly. And we don't know. And we look at the inventory all the time. Right. So, so often, um, you know, with those room discounts, it can even be something as small as they're offering the discount at the resort you're looking at, but only for a four-night stay. Not for a three-night stay, not for a five-night stay. Only for a four-night stay. And it's Tuesday and checkout Friday. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I mean, it's not always that way, but it can get that narrow um, because – this is exactly what Disney is using these discounts to do. They're using the discounts to fill in open spots on the puzzle, basically. Right. Right. Because they've got 35 resorts. They're trying to keep them at a certain occupancy level. And room discounts are a way to steer people into the slots that they want people to be in at the time they need them to be there. Right. Put butts in the seats. Right. Um, so as a result, your room discounts do tend to follow – you know, a, a rough pattern at least. Um, the the important thing is that those room discounts generally don't come out until about four months before travel. Now, Willie. Yes. When we're talking to people who are wanting to book a Walt Disney World vacation, what do we always recommend in terms of how far out they want to get their reservation booked? We want more than six months in advance. So, and that's <laughs> the magic problem. <laughs> right. So, look, there's no accident here, right? It's on purpose. Ideally, you want to be booked six months out. There is very rarely going to be a discount that's already available six months before travel. It happens. They do come up, but they're pretty rare. So, I don't know. What, what do you advise people when it comes to trying to, to juggle, you know, expected discounts and getting booked far enough out that they can get the dining reservations they want to get and all of that? First thing I say is, here's the price today. This is the most expensive it's going to be. It cannot go up anymore once you've booked. The best thing I can do for you is when the discount comes out, I apply the discount and I get to call or email you and let you know I saved you blank. People love to hear the word I saved you so much. Yeah. Because if there's if the discount doesn't apply to you, I feel bad, but I don't make the discount. I just follow the rules. Right. And and the thing is that that you know, here's the thing. You're not going to get any, you're not going to have any better chance of getting a discount if you wait until discounted rates are released. Of course not. It's just, you know, there's the inventory is the inventory. That's what's available. And so, you know, the, the, if you try to wait for the discount, what you're doing is costing yourself planning time up front and potentially putting yourself in a position where you either, you know, are, are in the resort you want at the rate you want, but with not the plan you want because you started your planning at least two months later than you wanted to. Um, or you're, you're left with a, an uncomfortable decision about, you know, whether you go ahead and book anyway. What I tell people is book what you're comfortable paying now. Okay. Don't, don't book aspirationally expecting a discount. Book what you want. When it, it, you know, when and if a discount is released, then we do the same thing that, that Willie does. You know, we'll immediately go in there and try and, and get it applied. But 
We've had a lot of success, for example, with getting people who initially book in a moderate resort. And if a good discount comes out, you know, we might get a really great rate at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So you can take that vacation that you had budgeted for a moderate stay and bump yourself up to a deluxe. And that's and, always the better move. Yeah. And, and you pay the same price. And when you go from moderate to deluxe, you'll never go back down. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the point is that there's, there is flexibility there, okay? Um, you know, Disney bookings are remarkably malleable. Um, you know, most resorts, you're pretty stuck when you book, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're pretty locked in. But um, theme park resorts are better about it, and Walt Disney World in particular. Um, there's a lot of maneuvering you can do. And so what I always tell people is go ahead and get booked as soon as you know the dates you want to travel, get booked and get booked in what you can afford today or what you're willing to pay today. Correct. You know, we'll always keep our eyes open down the road and we can apply that discount and either, you know, save you some money that you can use to do something else, or we can get you your sort of aspirational experience, the one you really wanted. Right. The dream vacation. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um, so that, and that, and that's your room discount. And the, the hardest part with the room discounts is that with a room discount, when they publish the dates that that is available, those are the dates. If you're traveling outside those dates, then the discount isn't going to apply. And it's, it's sometimes possible to get a discount for most of your vacation and then extra days, you know, outside the discount. But that's gotten trickier to do. I don't know, Willie, has your experience been the same way? That's uh, it used to be. If you checked in on a certain day, you got it. But now it's, I, I find that it's, the after like let's just say you know july 8th 9th 10th 11th 12th and 13th it's a little bit different and they've been more strict because they can they right. they create the discount and they can also enforce the discount right so the key is that if if the dates of availability are you know september 1st through october 30th then and you you want to stay for the last halloween you know, for the halloween party on halloween night no discount. Sorry. And they don't need it because that's why they have those strict dates. Exactly. Now, conversely though, the the a lot of people consider, you know, free dining the holy grail of Walt Disney World discounts for a while. I'm not always sure. I kind of disagreed. It, it actually depending on circumstances, often, you know, free dining wasn't the best discount offer for people but it was very attractive it looked good certainly on paper the word free is what people like to hear it's true um you know and people look people hate paying theme park prices for food Correct. so the idea that they were getting one over on disney because they were getting free food felt good too i think mm-hmm. but um <laughs> here, here's the real key when you get a disney discount you're either going to get a room discount or a dining discount, you're not going to get both. No. So if you book room only, then you're paying full, you know, full, uh, full boat for your, your tickets and your dining, unless you've got some deal for tickets some way, some other way. If you get free dining, you're paying full rack rate for the room. And, and you get there's the free no food. way to get that discounted. And so, you know, it it depends. The more people on your reservation, the more valuable free dining is, right? Because it multiplies by the number of people. Whereas the room discount multiplies by the number of nights in the room. And, you know, that part applies to free dining as well. So, so generally speaking, the more people in the room, the more valuable the free dining discount becomes. Um, Now, it used to be that, you know, they offered uh, uh, basically the regular Disney dining plan if you booked uh, at a moderate or deluxe resort uh, under under the um, free dining discount. That changed about two years ago. 
And so it's a very different landscape. Um, Willie, we want to kind of review the the usual way that this lays out. And obviously, each each offer is unique and has its own unique terms. But roughly speaking, this is what we've been seeing. So basically, if you book a value resort, which would be the All-Stars and Pop, or the moderate resort, which includes Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs, Port Orleans Riverside, French Quarter has always been excluded from free dining, and the cabins at Wilderness Lodge, you would get the basic Disney dining plan, which right, is quick service plan. two quick service meals, the refillable mug, and two snacks. You had to go to Deluxe to get the standard Disney dining plan. Right, which is the one that is the table service plus quick service, the mug, and your two snacks. Correct. And, you know, we've started to see uh, sort of some odd one-off combo offers, which we'll, I guess, maybe talk about a little bit more here in a minute, because they're sort of experimental, I think. Disney's seeing what works. But your traditional free dining offer, the big difference in the offer as compared to the room only is, and, and you'll notice it when you read the language of the offer itself, but, but free dining offers almost always would say that the offer was good for stays beginning and then giving the range of dates. So it was for stays beginning, um, you know. September 1st through October 8th. There you go. So if you started your vacation on October 7th and stayed for a week, you would actually get free dining for the full week, even though the discount period officially ended on October 8th because it was for stays starting. Starting on. Right. And as long as you started within the discount period, then you're covered. Um, And for whatever reason, they still offer it that way. Um, Which is great if you know how to play the game. Yeah, it can be. Um, Those edges can be great places to take advantage of it. Um, But the key is starting. So if your check-in is before the (laughs) offer starts, you can't get free dining starting with when it kicks in unless you split your stay. Correct. And that's where room only comes in as a great way. Exactly. And, and, you know, folks like Willie and I can help you get creative and, and split things up and get you the room discount for the first couple of nights and then the dining discount, you know, for the last half. And we can, we can help you figure out ways to leverage it. But the, the real important part is just to, to recognize that they work differently. Um, and so the, the room discounts, you know, only apply for the specific dates, the free dining is always for stays beginning and then going forward. Now, um, other than that, the kinds of discounts that have run it at Walt Disney world have tended to be, um, you know, beyond those two broad categories, you know, each one has sort of been a little experiment here or there. Um, trying to push a particular ticket model or park or something like that. Um, you know, w- Willie, what's one of your favorite examples of, of these uh, more sort of narrow, experimental, targeted offers? Kids eat free. Okay, so that's an interesting one. So explain to people what happens when, or at least what has happened when Disney has offered this kids eat free deal. So essentially a family of four, I'm going to use that example, two adults, two children. Remember, at Disney, children are under the age of 10. Right. Nine and so you have to have a from nine to three-year-old three for the kid to eat free. So if you have a family of four and you have a 13-year-old, a seven-year-old, and two adults, your seven-year-old will have free dining for the duration of the trip. Other than that, nothing else is discounted. So you have to look at the savings of how much is the seven-year-old's dining package worth. Right. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time in those situations, you know, again, it's a, it's a numbers game. You know, the, the resort room offer is probably going to save you more. On the other hand, if you've got three kids under nine, then— It's a gold mine. Right. 
it's it's the pro you know it's the offer for you. Um, I think one of the offers that I found most interesting, and I, I'm not even going to remember the name of it now. It was one that they did um, that that uh, oh they called it like like chill, uh, kids magic or something or or I don't know. It was a it was targeted at young children. And the key to the offer was that if you had, you had to have a child, I think it was under age, I want to say it was even under age seven, like they, it wasn't even up to nine. It was a younger kid's focus. And part of the deal was that it, it was a discount, room discount, but you also got um, bonus fast passes. Yes. And they were pre-selected by Disney. So they were bonus fast passes to basically um, Fantasyland attractions in Magic Kingdom. Right. It was like Peter Pan and Dumbo and Winnie the Pooh, just as an right. example. Yeah, exactly. I tea do cups remember was that. Commonly there. Tea yeah. cups, yeah, very common. Yeah, um, and you didn't get to choose; they were just assigned by no. Disney. But they were they, the gift. Yeah, they were a gift of of you know freebie fast passes at kid friendly attractions. So they experimented with that one. Um, they, they have experimented with, um, offers. Well, most recently, um, they did an offer where if you purchased at least, um, a six day park hopper ticket, you got a, a gift card for $30, right? $30 per person. Correct. A family of nine pays off. Well, for anybody, here's the thing. I had a, I had a family that was trying to decide whether they wanted, you know, a four-day ticket or a, a, a five-day ticket, right? They were going back and forth because they didn't know if they were going to have enough time on their checkout day to be able to spend time in the parks. And I looked at it. I, you know, did the numbers. I said, you know what? Y'all need to get a six-day ticket because moving from a four-day to a six-day ticket is less than $30, so you got free thirty dollars, right. and you can go, come and go as you please. Right. I mean, you know, they, I mean, it, it ain't most of their thirty dollars, but but they came out, you know, a few dollars ahead, and they had two extra days of tickets, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was a total no brainer. Um, and they've done a few of those where they're trying to. I mean, and look, it, when it's that kind of an offer, they're telegraphing what it is they're trying to do. They're trying to influence people to spend a couple more days in their and- theme parks and not wandering off someplace else for that part of their vacation, right? They want to keep you on property. Right. There, once you're in once you're in the park, you're buying the $9 breakfast sandwich and the $14 lunch and the the spinny light up thing at night for the parade and they love you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um and again, all of these offers, you know, they, they all tend to to come out Somewhere around four months before travel, usually. Um, so, you know, at Walt Disney World especially, it, it doesn't make much sense to to hunt the discount. You're Not much better all. off booking what you want when you want and then applying a discount after the fact if you can. And, you know, taking it as gravy instead of using it as the basis for taking the trip. Right. I mean, we, we went back to the beginning. I always ask the client first, where do you want to stay? Because if you tell me certain resorts, there's a good chance they might not have a discount ever. Yeah. So like let's let's put the, you know, the the resort on the table and work from there. Right. Oh yeah, I mean look, if if you want to stay in a little mermaid room at Art of Animation, you're not going to get a discount. Book now. <laughs> yeah, because and the discounts don't exist. Right. You don't need to even worry about it. Don't think. Just book it and pay your room. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, on the other hand, if you're somebody who's a big fan of, of um, you know, Saratoga Springs, we can probably find you a suite at a discount. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can put you in a two-bedroom and you'll probably get a really nice discount yep. if you're willing to work within the dates. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so let's turn our attention now, because that, that pretty much covers the the scope of discounts at Walt Disney World. That's that's really the the world of Walt Disney World discounts. I mean, there are a few other variations that come up, but they're really all variations on a, on the themes that we've already covered. Um, 
Disneyland, oh, actually, I'm sorry, before we go away, I, I do need to mention, in terms of experiments, more recently, just within the last year, Disney has experimented with specially reduced ticket prices for um, tickets with unique restrictions. And I, I don't know about you, Willie, but I see these come out and I'm like, okay, so Disney is basically trying to to use this discount to find out, you know, what they can get away with charging if they don't include some things. Well, it's the like the four-day magic ticket right now. Yep. It's a great example. You can go to four parks, not four parks of your choice. You have to go to all four Disney major parks at the Walt Disney World Resort. One day at Magic Kingdom, one day at Epcot, one day at Animal Kingdom, one day at Hollywood Studios. You can choose what day you want to go, but you can't say, oh, we decided we don't want to go to Animal Kingdom. Right. We want to go to Hollywood Studios the second day because these tickets are limited to one entry per day. Right. There's no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And then the other um, sort of limited ticket is that they've started making available basically a ticket type that they used to sell only to folks who were there with a convention. Um, they're the sort of uh, – I'm forgetting what they call them. They used to call them the twilight tickets, tickets or after yeah, twilight hours. Tickets. Yeah. Um, but basically, they're good for admission to the parks um, after, what is it, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock? The 4 o'clock ticket, and now they created that 12 o'clock ticket. Oh, okay. You know, um, they have that afternoon. You can get like nine hours in the parks on average sure. if you get there at noon. But you can't make a fast pass till afternoon. You cannot enter the park until afternoon. Okay. But I think those tickets have already expired now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one that they experimented with for a while. Um, and the I, I suspect we'll continue to see those coming and going. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if, you know, there are times where we see maybe, um, you know, after-hours tickets available for Epcot only or, um, you know, things like that where they're trying to steer you to a particular park with – a discounted ticket offer. Well, of course, because with the 50th celebration coming up, most people are going to want to be at magic kingdom. Yeah. Yep. So they're going to steer us to the three other parks. Like it's like what they're doing with Hollywood studios right now with the late night at Hollywood studios, you know, they're opening the park later and later to get more people to be able to enjoy star Wars, right. which is a great move on their part. Um, all right, so let's let's shift coasts and talk a little bit about discounts at Disneyland. Um, the first thing I will say is that discounts at Disneyland are, um, it seems to me at least, less frequent, and I mean, partially because look, there's less inventory to go around. I mean, Disney only owns three hotels, and their ability to discount with the good neighbors is pretty limited because that's all got to be negotiated. They don't own that hotel space. Um, but the, the biggest thing is that one of the common features of the Disneyland room discounts is that, and, and it makes perfect logical sense when you think about the fact that it's a, a, you know, a glorified regional park in a lot of ways, but, um, a lot of those hotel discounts are much more, either much more generous or only exist from Monday to Friday. Correct. Yeah, they're when you said Disneyland discounts, they're almost like few and far between at the most. Like you really have to plan off, off, off peak times. Like, yeah, I mean they they pop up, um, and and clearly they use them to fill rooms because you know they'll they'll tier their discounts depending on which hotel they need to put more bodies in, um, but. You know, they've, they've run um, pretty consistently, you know, discounts in the range of, of 15 to 25% usually um, at the Disney-owned hotels, but again, focused on, you know, Monday through Friday. Right. Um, and the, the difference, though, is that at Disneyland, you can get the discount applied to the, you know, dates that it covers and go ahead and continue your reservation through the weekend. They're just right. not going to discount those extra nights. Which is nice. 
but yeah. you're, you're still paying premium. <laughs> sure, because you're you're both losing your discount and paying weekend premium pricing. Exactly, and you're so, paying for the crowds. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of a double whammy. Um, there are are very very rarely discounts on Disneyland tickets. Um, now we have seen one lately. They were they were offering a a, a special ticket, uh, basically trying to drive crowds back into the parks because they had lower than expected crowd levels at uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge. You know they pumped it up so much that they scared people away. Um, but those you know it was unusual when we saw the ticket discount there. Um, the biggest thing I would say is that much like Walt Disney world, you know, plan the trip first, let the discount be gravy after the fact. Um, you, you, if you wait to book a Disneyland vacation until the discount is out, you're likely to be dealing with issues with transportation, with flights and all of that, just because you don't have the lead time. Correct. You're going to overpay for your flights to save the 200 bucks on the room yeah, or the $80 on the fifth day ticket. <laughs> right. Well, and, and look, there's, there's the other big bonus about Disneyland, right? Is that the horizon for planning a Disneyland trip can be a lot tighter than a Walt Disney world trip. Um, realistically speaking, I mean, Walt Disney world, we do tell people we really would love to help working with you, you know, more than six months out at Disneyland you know, at 90 days out, you really still have access to almost everything with the caveat that it is true that at a certain point you start running into hotel availability issues. Correct. That's the biggest problem. Like you might end up having to stay in a club level suite because that's all that's available. Right. Well, and, and sometimes you see that at Walt Disney World too on the discounts, right? Because because the discounts are targeted the standard room, right? The base level room is often not included. It's just not offered at the discount. So if you want the discount, you have to pay for an upgraded room. Now, if you wanted, if you've always wanted to stay club level, right? Those room discounts are a great opportunity to do they're, it. They're a killer deal sometimes. You can um, really do well. Yeah. Um, but you have to understand going in that those club level rooms are often priced at a 25, 35%, even more premium over the standard room at that same resort. And it just makes it that much more expensive, even with the discount. Right. Right. I mean, it's still going to be that, I guess that's the part I was coming back to is that, that sometimes we have to do the comparison because you may be choosing between jumping to a you know club level room and and maybe that's what you want but if it's not if you're not interested necessarily in the club level services then you know paying for a club level room and you know getting a great deal on it could still mean that you're paying $25 a night more than you would have paid in a standard room right that's that's very true even if the standard room has no discount correct so, you know, you always wanted to look at the real numbers instead of only looking at the comparison of the discounts because, you know, the standard room isn't available at a discount doesn't mean it's not available at rack rates and and that the rack rates might not be better than the rate that you can see uh, available under a discount. Well, it's just the, the prime examples with the kids eat free. Right. Sure. You know, you, mean, you can get a standard room cheaper. Sometimes, if if you don't have kids or your kids are over ten years old, like you know, because you might find that the room discount is better than the kids eat free discount. Sure. Um, and and really, there's not a whole lot else to talk about in terms of discounts at Disneyland. They're not very common. Um, and like we said, they're they're pretty focused. Um, military discounts are available at Disneyland, just like they are at Walt Disney World. Um. You do need to, to plan in advance for those because availability does get to be an issue. Yes, very much so. Uh, now, the the one that um, maybe people haven't thought about as much, but you know, one that really I feel like they ought to pay attention to is um, we've seen some really generous discounts at Olani, um, Disney's resort in Hawaii. Um the key to those offers really is your length of stay. Um, because 
you know, Disney has figured out, right, the same thing that, that all of us figured out, which is that Alani is a premium-priced resort. It just is. It's expensive. So how do they get people to, you know, Hawaii, it's, it's common for people to island hop. People plan Hawaii trips, have always planned Hawaii trips, planning to stay more than one place. And it, I'm sure that that drives Disney crazy, right? Because their model is they want you to come and be locked into their spot. Right, they're looking for you to stay for a week. Right. So, what does that mean? Well, it means that because it's very common in Hawaii for people to, you know, book three or four nights at one hotel and then, you know, bounce to another island or even another place on the same island, but, you know, a different coast, um, you know, Disney's offers are constructed to try to get you to stay on their property longer. So, they tend to offer room discounts and the percentage of discount is larger when you stay longer. And usually it's a very good discount. Right. You so know, I just stay I, four nights. Yeah. I pulled it up now and their current offer is a, a spring offer. So it's, you know, fairly short time window now, right. Stays through June 13th. So that's getting close. Um, but if you stay four nights, it's a 25% discount, which is a healthy discount. If you stay at least five nights, it's a 30% discount. That's that's real money. Yeah, that's a chunk of change. People usually stay about five to six nights at Alani from what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, it varies a little bit, but, um, you know... It, Certainly, a 30% discount makes a five-night stay, you know, a lot more attractive. And, you know, if you were already going to stay three nights, if you're getting a 30% discount, and stay, you're probably going to stay, spend about the same for five nights that you would have spent for three nights. Correct. And you extend your vacation just a little bit. Right. Makes it a nicer time. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And the keys with those, again, are like all of them, you know, it's a good idea to try to be aware of when offers come out, but you're better off booking what you want when you want and then going out and seeing if we can get the discount applied later. Correct. It's always better to just plan your vacation and then get the discount. Don't plan for the discount and then plan your vacation. Right. And it's the same issue uh, as we get it at Walt Disney World and Disneyland in that, it, you know, it's capacity controlled. And it's capacity controlled down to, you know, at all of the resorts. You know, at, at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, obviously it's capacity controlled based on resort. Then it's capacity controlled based on, you know, room type within the resort. You know, Alani, it's all one hotel, but it's going to be capacity controlled based on both room capacity and the room type, right? So Correct. there are going to be times when the um, the villa type rooms have been, you know, better getting a better discount than the regular hotel rooms. There are times when um, you got rooms available that are regular hotel rooms, you know, but not villa rooms, and back and forth. It, the more flexible you are in the room that you were willing to take, then the better the opportunity you'll have to get a discount applied. And that. Uh that's how it is at Disney World most of the time, too. Right. Sure. It's like, fill the rooms. Fill the rooms. Right. Um, and occasionally at Alani, you know, you'll get discount offers that include other little throw-ins here or there. It'll include a free uh, luau or it'll include, you know, your your shuttle transportation or something like that. Those are pretty rare these days. Um, generally speaking, what we're seeing are these room discount offers. The percentage of the discount varies and pretty regularly it's a tiered deal where – you know, there's a, a discount for four nights and then a better discount for five nights or more. Right. The length of stay is the whole discount nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, the um, just very briefly to mention um, Adventures by Disney, um, you know, I guess we, we don't talk about adventures a lot. Actually, we, we're going to do a whole show on them soon um, because I think it is something worth talking about. But the, the real key with Adventures by Disney is that 
it works in a lot of ways like the cruise line does in that the earlier you book, the better deal you're going to get. But unlike the cruise line, it's not that you're getting a better deal booking early because the price goes up as you know as you get closer. It's because they run launch discounts whenever they bring out new itineraries. And so there's usually a pretty healthy discount if you book when a brand new itinerary first comes out, which just means for Adventures by Disney that you plan well in advance because they're releasing itineraries roughly a year ahead. The supply and demand discount. To, to some extent. I mean, look, what's different about Adventures by Disney and kind of unique about it is that because it's a small group guided tour product, they don't they can't guarantee that every one of those tours is going to travel the day they open, right? They have to have enough people book in that particular for for that particular date for the trip to go. And so they offer pretty healthy discounts when they release new itineraries to kind of prime the pump, right? They want to you know make sure as many of those tours as possible get a critical mass so that they can run the trip. Right. I mean, when they get to 12, it's like, okay, we don't need any more discounts now. Or right. whatever their magic number is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and they've also been running some really nice discounts on the um, the European River Cruise product that they do in, in cooperation with AMA Waterways. Um, the the discounts have varied, but, um, you know, it, it's been – it's varied from, you know, $250 per adult. It's been as much as $500 per adult for some dates and I want to say I even saw one at one point that was a thousand dollars per adult. Yeah, they were doing a thousand at one point, but um, so and you know those crop up now and then. Again, it's it's a matter of with those kind of trips, they're just trying to fill the space, and so you know it's worth it to them to get you on the trip, even if they're not getting full value from you, because you know they'll they'll they want to expose you to the product, and because. Um, you know, it, it's better to have the space used and make something off of it. Right. And their return rate is supposedly very, very high. Yeah. Which is great. Right. Right. Um, all right. So we've saved for last um, the product that is probably the most consternating when it comes to discounts. Uh, <laughs> and that's Disney Cruise Line. Um, so, you know, I think, I don't think it would be so hard. I don't think it would bother people so much if it weren't for the fact that other cruise lines that cater to families tend to have a very discount-focused marketing plan, right? Carnival, Norwegian, Royal Caribbean, they all heavily market their, their discounts, right? That's how they sell their product. And so people expect that kind of thing from Disney, and it just ain't happening, folks. They don't ever count on it. Even with the new ships coming out, I don't see it happening. It's way, way too easy for them to keep 20 cabins empty than it is for them to throw mega, mega discounts out out there. Well, so, I mean, if you think about it, there's some logic to it, too. Look. Disney's a premium price product. One of the reasons it's a premium price product is that they've made some decisions that limit the additional revenue that they make on a sailing. So Royal Caribbean Carnival, Norwegian, they're happy to get people on the boat at, you know, much lower, uh, uh, you know, stateroom pricing if they need to, because they know that they're going to make back revenue from folks in the casino and, on specialty dining and on, you know, drink packages, the unlimited drink package, right. And and overpriced drinks because Disney just says, look, we don't play that game. There is no casino. So they're not making extra casino revenue. They instead, you know, that space is family entertainment space on Disney cruise line. Um, They don't sell drink packages by and large. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about, on another show, probably, you know, the, there's a, a beer package, there's a, uh, a wine package, a mar- the wine okay. packages, a martini package, little things like that. But they're, they're not the same kind of package that you're buying on, on Royal Caribbean or Norwegian or Carnival. Um, they also, though, price their drinks surprisingly reasonably for Disney. Um, I think beers average about what, six, eight dollars? 
six to eight bucks with tip included. So, you know, it, it's just, it's not, not that bad. Um, to, to and they do offer go. specials like on the, on the deck, they'll give you oh, yeah. they do two six for beers for $27. Right. You know, and it works out to be an okay deal. Right. Um, and then, you know, so, so they're not making the extra money from that. They're not making extra money from the casino. They're not making extra money for specialty dining by and large, because, you know, the only specialty dining on Disney Cruise Line is adults only. And it, it's, you know, limited times and limited capacities. So, you know, they're including, you know, dining on that level in the price, as we talked about um, on the, our last show or two shows ago. So, you know, they can't. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make business sense for them to give big dis- discounts on the, the room rates because that's where they make their revenue is the room rates. Um, that said, the other big issue, the, the, the biggest way to capture a better price on Disney Cruise Line is to book early, period. It's the only way unless you book a few weeks out when they're just trying to fill the boat. And mostly that's just Florida residents. Right. So with, with Disney Cruise Line, the way the pricing structure works, really the sort of discount offer is, is in a lot of ways built in up front because they'll start selling at the lowest price that stateroom's ever going to be offered for. And as each stateroom category begins to fill, as that category hits a predetermined threshold that Disney doesn't publish, we have no idea what it is, but as they hit their threshold, the price ratchets up slowly, just a little bit over time. But over a long period of time, it's a lot of ratcheting. (laughs) And here's the key the discounts aren't offered until very late, right? Until generally speaking, Disney cruise line will not offer a discount on a sailing until after the final payment deadline for people who are already booked on that sailing, right? Cause they don't want to have people rebooking if they can help it. But on top of that, the key is I have, and I've tested it. I have rarely seen a last minute discount on Disney cruise line where the price after the discount is less than it was offered for the week that they began selling the room. Correct. Because it, it is basically goes back to this beginning point. I, yeah. I mean, not quite right. Because, because it's a percentage discount that's applied and the rate over the, you know, 18 months, that the stateroom has been available for sale has ratcheted up, you know, 15 times. And so by the time it goes on sale, even at a 30% discount, right, you're only getting almost to the price that the room was offered for when it first went on sale. And that's, it works out great because, you know, those cruise ships are still staying full. And, the, and the, so here, here are the key things to know about Disney Cruise Line discounts. As we said, they, they're going to come out late, usually no earlier than 90 days and often no, you know, often within 60 days of the, the ship actually sailing. So they're going to come out late. The discount offers almost always are offered to um, military guests and Florida residents first, and they don't open those offers to the general public unless even after offering it to Florida residents and military folks, they still can't sell it. Um, so it's going to be, you know, late in the game. You got to be prepared with your travel plans already, usually. Um, and as we said, because it's after the final payment deadline, it's, it's the one that you're not going to really plan on rebooking and capturing savings. Right. There's no, there's real, no, bonus right savings um now uh we may see you know this is speculative it's a little guesswork we know disney wish is going to start sailing in early uh 2022 and you know all of a sudden disney's capacity is going to increase by 20 percent so there is a possibility that we'll see some discounting, particularly on some of the older ships. 
um, just to, to maintain their capacity. However, you know, I don't know that I can recommend betting on that. I guess is I wouldn't I would hold. I wouldn't hold out. Yeah, waiting for you know the discount on the Disney Magic out of Port Canaveral for the three or four day or the, even the seven day cruise. Like I would, I would plan in advance and book what you can afford. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you know, once upon a time, okay, long, long time ago, um, Disney did briefly offer a kid's sale free. Um, I don't think we've seen that in gosh, seven years. Oh gosh, at least. So don't bet on it. <laughs> I mean, the only sale that's really going on is the 50% off deposit. Right. Which is ironic because it's not really a sale folks. It's not a sale at all. I mean, when Disney offers you 50% off the deposit, all it means is that you're paying less in the deposit because that money is still due at the end. It just right. means you don't have to pay it up front. Right. You just, you pay up front a little less and then you have a larger payment at the end instead of right. a medium payment and then a medium payment at the end. Right. Now, all that said, the best, the one place where you can consistently get a better price on your Disney cruise is on a Disney cruise. Correct. Right. Your onboard rebooking is the one place where you can actually capture some discount. And it's at 10% right now. Correct. I, I believe so. Um, and, and they've even pared back this, the long? bonus stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, they've, I don't believe, I believe they're, they're not giving the onboard credit automatically Correct. at all anymore. You just get the 10% discount for right. 24 months. Right. So the key is you get a 10% discount, which is, you know, versus nothing, you know, is a pretty darn good discount because it's the best you're going to find. Um, but the key is that there are two ways you can kind of capture that discount for yourself. One is that you already have plans for the cruise you want to take in the next two years and you go ahead and book that specific cruise. Um, they have, over the last few years, made it easier on you. They'll actually sell you a placeholder so you don't have to make up, you know, a date that you know you're not going to travel, but, you know, you just got to get it booked so that you can have your your credit. Um, you pay $250 and that deposit is a placeholder and it re it kind of locks in your eligibility for the 10% discount and you just have to use it within two years, within 24 months. And if you don't use it, they refund it. So it's really no loss. I mean, it's it's a right. a pretty inexpensive gamble, basically. It's um, a win-win a, a gamble. Right, right. Because you don't ever lose gamble. the money. Right. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it's it's worth it to plan on having that uh, you know two hundred fifty dollars available to go ahead and put the deposit down because you'd get it back uh, if you end up not sailing. But it basically buys you a ten percent discount. It holds you a good spot on a good on yeah. a great cruise line. Um, but yeah, but other than that, you're just not going to see discounts when they do come out. Um, and when they, even the Florida resident and the military discounts, um, they're, they're guarantee room discounts. So what's a guarantee room? Uh, basically you're getting a room. You don't know what you're getting. <laughs> right. I mean, you're picking, basically you're booking a category, a broad category. So, you know, if you book a, a um, Ocean view guarantee just means that you'll be in a room that's classified as ocean view. It might be obstructed. It might be at the very front, might be at the very back of the ship. You have no idea where it's going to be and you may not know where it is until you board the ship. Now they try and get those assigned a little earlier than that, but it, it can run pretty late um, before you have your final room assignment. You can sometimes hit a home run. And sometimes you, yep. you literally end up with a, huge lifeboat right in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, you know, like we said, the, the real issue is that you can't really rely on those. Um, now it is true that occasionally those guarantee rooms will crop up on some of the sort of, um, height of hurricane season sailings on some of the cruises. Um, if you really wanted to hunt for them, but again, they're going to come up fairly late and you would have gotten better pricing and the ability to choose your room if you'd booked it earlier. 
The other one is the Panama Canal trip. Oh, yeah. Right. And uh, transatlantic transits um, inside staterooms. Correct. In particular. Um, All right. So, Willie, are there any any Disney discounts, uh, you know, vacation discounts that we should have talked about that we haven't covered yet? I don't think so. We've done a really nice job of going over everything that I can think of, you know, this evening. Right. Um, Remember, discounts are a bonus. Just plan your vacation on what you can afford and then take the discount as a discount, not as a planned vacation. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I always have to remind people, Disney doesn't give discounts out as rewards. They're not gifts. Disney gives out discounts only because they have to. They give out discounts because they have a, a target resort occupancy that they need to hit. They have targets for um, park revenue that they need to generate. And the reason they offer a discount is because they need to do something to get those numbers to the places where they want them to be. And it's not a matter of Disney being nice. It's not a matter of whether Disney likes you or treats you well. It's a matter of whether they're making their targets. <laughs> they have four quarters every year that they have to meet. And those shareholders are really looking for positives, not for negatives. Right. Right. And let's look, folks. The the situation in the Asian parks is going to echo for a while here. Um, I can't say that it's going to have any particular impact on park pricing, but, you know, I think that, that we shouldn't be expecting, you know, huge discounts, put it that way, because Disney's going to feel a cash flow crunch. Um, you know, they're used to getting royalty revenue from Hong Kong and uh, Tokyo and Shanghai. That's just not going to be coming in. And they're also used to all those countries coming to visit us. Well, that's true too. I mean, Disneyland is very popular from Japan and Disney World's very popular from everywhere around oh, the world. That's what I wanted to mention. As long as we're speculating, um I would watch. I'm going to bet that we see some really great Alani discounts mm-hmm. coming soon because People may not realize this, but but Hawaii is a hugely popular um, uh, vacation destination for Japan. Um, you know the the islands, whether they were Japanese or American, you know there was a time when that was a question, right? Whether they would become part of Japan or part of the United States. Um, so so the um, this virus in Asia, you know, if it if the impact gets to be greater in Japan and they they have restrictions on their travel, um, I, I would really watch for some great discounts at Alani because as many as forty to fifty percent of the guests at any given time in Alani are from Japan. And the, uh, Disney will openly admit that. Yeah, like that's not a we're guessing. Like right, right. it's a very big destination because it's not that long a flight for. Japanese people to come from yeah. Japan to Hawaii. I mean, there's uh, probably about 75% of the resort signs at Alani have both English and Japanese on them. Right. So, so, so you know, all I'm saying is, and look, I hope that this virus thing is un- dies get, down gets under fast. control. Die, you know, I don't want to use the word dies down. Dies, that's a terrible word. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I hope they get it under control and, and it, it doesn't become such a, you know, a problem. But, you know, it, there's, I guess, if we're looking for a silver lining, um, you know, for those of us who are still traveling, uh, I expect that we'll see some really healthy discounts at Alani because um, they got to keep the rooms filled. And this is the time to go. It's a terrible reason, but if they open it up, you should jump on and take advantage of going to Alani. Absolutely. All right. Well, you know. We've uh, dug into everything that we could think of to talk about in terms of uh, Disney travel discounts. Um, Love to hear from you. What did we miss? What discount did we forget about? What did we underplay or overplay? We'd love to hear your opinion. You can reach out to us uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. 
You can find us on Twitter at DizDads Podcast. You can email us at podcast at DizDads.com. You can email us individually. Uh, I'm AJ Ritz at DizDads.com. Or uh, you can get Willie at Willie, W I L L I E, at wickedmousetravel.com. And uh, even though he didn't make it to the mic tonight, you could email Tim Hicks and give him trouble for not showing up um, at Old Texas Boy. That's O L T E X A S B O Y at AOL.com. Because Old Texas Boy uses an old school email address. Uh, until next time, I've been Aaron Ripmaster with Willie Crocker. Have a wicked good night.